0: Welcome to The Line Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders they're predestined to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, it's great to have you here for a big meat episode, and I am so excited. So this is going to be a solo episode. So sorry to disappoint if some of you guys wanted a, a guest. You know, we have phenomenal guests week in, week out. I get it. I get it. Having me maybe not, maybe isn't quite much as fun, but but hopefully you're gonna get some value out of this, okay? Because this week, we're gonna be talking about mentorship. Because they are the gateway to meaningful connections. Seriously, meaningful connections. And I'm going to give you a a lot of things to think about as you you go on your walk on how you can be a mentor. What does that look like? How can you grow that? Okay. Now, we're going to start every episode of The Lion Within Us. We're going to start with Scripture. Okay. Now, 1 Peter 5, 1 through 3. We had this on our spiritual kickoff. If you missed it, go back and check it out. This Scripture says this. Therefore, I urge urge elders among you as your fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and one who is also a fellow partaker of the glory that is to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but voluntarily, according to the will of God and not with greed, but with eagerness, nor yet as domineering over those assigned to your care, but by proving to be examples to the flock. Tons of insight right here in this scripture, guys. Tons of insight. So again, go back, check that out if you missed it. So let's start off with understanding what is mentorship. And you know me, I'd like to do the old g to g go to Google. Let's see what Google's got to say. So Google says mentorship is the guidance provided by a mentor, especially an experienced person in company, or educational institution. okay. So a lot of words there, but basically there's someone who knows something that you don't. They're usually a little bit older, but they can provide you guidance and direction. okay. So I'm going to give you some stories around some some different things that that we're going to be looking at today because I'm going to break down three areas, three ways that you can really make a strong, strong group and be the mentor that you need to. Because guess what, guys? You need mentors in your life, but you also have an opportunity to be mentors to others. Okay. But to do all that, you really need to think about the group of guys that you're around. And if you think about guys right now, there's so many of us that are struggling with connection. You know, you have the internet out there, we have people doing remote work since COVID, remote work's going up and it's taking its toll on masculinity. And now more than ever, We need brothers around us to help us grow in our Christian walk and the Bible. You guys hear me talk about all the time, the iron that sharpens iron, you know, right out of Proverbs 27, 17. But I need you to think about this. Are you strong enough to sharpen someone else? Okay. That's where it really starts being the rubber meets the road because depending on where you're at in your walk impacts how you answer this question, guys, that's, that is the reality of, of it. so, Again, we're going to look at three ways to build that strong group because you want you to be a strong group of guys around you and also be a mentor to others along the way. And guys, you have this in you. You, you can do this. And I know you may be thinking, Chris, I don't know how to do it. I'll tell you what, guys, just, just hang in there and we're going to get through this together. And I'm going to give you the first step. All right. Now, are you ready? Find your Paul. That's right. I said it. Find your Paul. Now, what am I talking about here? You know, the Paul from the Bible, okay? And and this is going to be the hardest one. You know, I was thinking about this when I was praying through it, and when I was talking to my wife. Finding Pauls are hard. They're like unicorns, okay? I mean, it really can be difficult. And oftentimes, you guys are going to find, just like with me, the Pauls out there find you. and it's, and, and when they find you, You just accept that as a blessing (laughs) from the Lord, and then you learn from them. But think about from a business standpoint, it's the guys that are where you want to go. They've accomplished what you hope to accomplish. They've already done it. You know, I've had a mentor in my engineering job uh, for 20 plus years. He's been great, and it's the real raw truth that he's given me over the years that keeps me coming back to him for wisdom and insight. You know if I was just getting a bunch of fluff uh, uh or just just you know at arm's length length answers, or you know when one guy's aren't giving it to you to, you know completely truthful, I wouldn't be going back to him for insight and guidance wouldn't be happening you know, I would have moved on, but I tell you what, because he has spoken so much truth to me in my life he He has a special place in my heart, and I trust him. Okay, now for me now, it's, it's transitioning a lot too as I'm doing more podcasting and things like that, entrepreneurship, masterminds. I'm looking at groups like this, online business owners, because I'm trying to learn from them. Because guess what? There's where we're trying to go with the lion. So it's changed. I mean, the pause that I'm looking for, yes, I still have the paw at, at my engineering job, but there's different paws that I'm seeking out right now Okay, that I'm trying to really help. Me personally. And when you think about the, the Apostle Paul, he had many life experiences that led him, right, to being that great leader and, and that great apostle who wrote so much in the New Testament. I mean, he was, he was, he'd been under the fire, right? He really had been through it. And he was given the ability to, to give instruction spiritually because of the different areas that he grew from personally. Just think about the stuff that you know, the stuff that you've been through. Those are the things that other men potentially could learn from, right? So when you start thinking about the Paul being from a mentorship standpoint or part of your men's group, look for those that have walked your own path and have some experiences to share, okay? They should be pretty active guys. I mean, very active in like ministry. You should really see that. And they should show the fruit of the Spirit in their walk. Now, I brought this up in a Bible study very recently that I was doing with some guys, and I brought up the fruit of the Spirit out of Galatians 5.22. So what is the fruit? Let's just cover that real quick. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So those are the fruit that you should be looking to see in other men. And if you're not seeing it, you know, that could be an indicator that you know what? Maybe this isn't a good candidate for a Paul, right? And you need to really be seeing this. Be looking for how do they serve others? Uh, what type of marriage do they have? And just think about professionally, from a professional standpoint, are they successful? Because if they are and they have all these different areas and you're seeing this fruit, that's indicators that you may be on to a Paul right there, okay? And to be, uh, to learn from a Paul, you need to be willing and understand that you have something to learn. Okay, so you just need to keep that in mind. So many times, guys, we feel like we know it all, and like we don't want to take the time to listen to others. You need to be willing to learn. Now, when you think about actually who the Paul could be, there may be older. I'm usually one and a half, two times older, but they're not. They're not usually going to be someone younger than you. Okay. Again, it's not a hard set rule. So don't do you know, oh, Chris said they have to be two times older. You can't be, but no, it's not. But you're looking for experience. And there's no shortcuts to experience. There just isn't. You can't, you know, you know, ease your way and just and sneak your way through life and 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 be this wise person. It's not there. And the Bible also says, with gray hair comes wisdom. Now Remember me, I keep my hair kind of short here, guys, but when it does grow out, there's some little gray there. So I I'm proud of those gray hairs. I think all my, my daughters put them there. Uh not my lovely wife, but my daughters definitely put them there. And 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 there's something to come with that too, right? So again, though, don't take all this stuff too 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 to heart, because if they don't have gray hair, that doesn't mean you can just rule them out. There may be some really good paws out there who don't have gray hair. So I'm just trying to speak to the experience level. That's what you're looking for, the experience level that's going to help you in your walk. And they're going to be able to provide you that wise counsel. So, because you guys got to think about it, there's too many life lessons that cannot just be learned by a book or reading about it. How do you learn? You learn by walking through this stuff and going through the trials and going through the, the fire. And when you get that purification, you get burned and you get, okay, I got this scar, I got this scar, I got this scar you know what, because I got all these scars, I can probably help somebody, right? So, I mean, that's what it comes to. And it's just, you you can't just have theory. You have to have practical hands-on-the-ground experience. So, where do you find the pause at? You need to un- be thinking about that. This could be something that you seek out to really initiate on your own, or it could be something that God just drops in your lap. I mean, really, guys. And it may be unexpectedly. So if you're seeking it out, where can you look? Well, you can look at your church. Obviously, that's a great place to look. Pastors, deacons, elders, maybe Sunday school teachers or small group leaders, people like that. They may be in your family. There could be Pauls in your family. So, you know, some men are blessed to have spiritual leaders in their earthly father, and they can serve as their Paul as they walk through life. And then something to consider is your career. When you think through where you're working at, I mean, we're at work a lot. You know, this could, this, you may have a Paul opportunity there. And this could be hard to identify. Okay. But the same criteria should apply. So just think about your guys that you work with and the the older generation who, who, who's there, who knows how stuff gets done. You know, the guys who, they they just, when something goes down, you know, they're going to have the answer. Do you see fruit in their walk? Do you see the fruit of spirit? Because if you do, there may be an opportunity to engage with them. Okay. And, and I tell you what, guys, just think about your career and your and, and when you're at work. Uh, do people see your fruit? Now, I'm going to tell you a story here that is not fun for me to tell. But I was in a meeting, probably it was 2021. And it was with a vendor that, that we do business with. And on my screen on my computer, it says God does not call the qualified, he qualifies the call, because i tell you what, I'm not very qualified, guys, as you can tell. But hey, you're still listening to the line w- within us, so I got you, right? Just kidding. But anyway, this guy saw this on my computer screen. And he's like, Chris, oh, you're a Christian? Cool, I am too. Now, guys, I have been in meetings with this man probably three years. And he just identified that I was a Christian based off a screensaver. That's a flag. You know who that's a flag for? Me. I was like, oh, my gracious. And this gentleman's name is Lewis. I was like, oh, Lewis, I, I, I feel terrible right now that it took a screensaver for you to see the fruit of the Spirit in, in me. And he actually felt the same way. He's like, well, you didn't know I was a Christian either. So, I mean, we had a little laugh about it. But at, at the same time, do people at your work know that you're a believer? Or are you ashamed? Do you hide it? You know, Tuesday o'clock, Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning, you got your coffee, you're at the office, maybe you're in the job site, wherever you're at, are they seeing the fruit of the Spirit? It's easy to show the fruit of the Spirit Sunday morning. That's easy to do. You're in God's house. If you go to church, easy. Tuesday, 10 o'clock in the morning, a little bit harder But think about that. Think about that. Now, if you're looking for a Paul, I'm going to give you one little caveat that I want you to to be careful of here, okay? If it's a supervisor, so if this' is a direct supervisor, be careful because that could create some dynamics in your, in a relationship that could be tricky to navigate and again, just to just to make sure we're we're careful here, we don't want any direct reports, no direct reports, so if you have a direct report and maybe they're older than you and their wives but but they're still your direct report. Eh, I would steer clear of that, okay? And then one area to consider could be spiritual mentors that you haven't met in person. And guys, this has been impactful for me. And I really want to spend a minute here and just kind of tell you guys about this. We live in a connected world, right? There are a lot of Pauls, quote unquote. We could access via videos, podcasts, websites, and other resources. And, and there are two resources in my life that, that I feel have helped me grow tremendously in my Christian walk. And I'm just going to tell you guys what they are. And they'll be linked up in the show notes. The first one is uh, a podcast called Unashamed. It's the Unashamed podcast. It's put out every week. they drop three episodes. It's it's done by Al, Jason, Phil Robertson, the the Duck Dynasty guys. I'm going to tell you what. Each week, each episode, they're going through practical biblical teaching. And they're finding ways to connect what God's word says to, to, to areas of life. And it's just been such a blessing for me just to listen to those guys sit and talk and, and walk through the Bible and different scriptures and understand how this what this means to them. And they'll have good debates. They step all over top of each other. That's what makes the show great. And, and you know, they'll cut each other off. But at the end of the day, it's all done in love. And they're growing. They're, they're just they're constantly growing. But they had the patriarch or the family feel. And then you have uh, Mr. Al and Jace. And they're, they're constantly just back and forth with Iron sharpening, iron insight. So guys, a Paul could be a podcast like that. Where do you learn from? I'll tell you another Paul that I learned from. And I'll tell you what, he's been on the show. Pastor Joby Martin. Now I've met Pastor Joby. You know, We've had the blessed opportunity to actually sit and interview him, talk with him. I've actually had the opportunity to interview other pastors there at the Church of 1122. They'll be coming out here soon on a line within us. I'm gonna tell you what, Pastor Joby, he is a Paul to me. Their their podcast, the Church of 11 20, 1122 podcast, every week his sermons come out. I've gone back now. I'm in 2019, or maybe I'm getting close to 2018, and this and the sermon history, because I just can't get enough, guys. I may listen to three or four of his sermons a week, and I mean. For me, there's no better way to grow than to be in God's word and to be listening and have that have that poured into you. You know, I do it a lot of times when I'm driving or just working out, whatever it may be, but his sermons connect with me. Now they connect with me, but they may not connect with you. But find something that resonates, that you feel good about, that you think uh speaks the way you speak. And that's why I think I like Pastor Joby so much. He's from South Carolina, I'm from Virginia, but basically North Carolina. Uh, for, for most of my life, we just speak the same language. And the, the stories he tells and the, the the way he teaches, it hits me in the heart. So, guys, there again, think about resources outside of your church, outside of people you know. There could be some Paul's, quote unquote, that you learn from like this, because I'm telling you. Uh, my, my actual engagement with the, with, with the Robertsons is zero, but with Pastor Joby, is very minimal, but their impact on me and my walk, tremendous. Tremendous. So, guys, that's your step one. Find your paw. It's so important. Guys, and I'll tell you what, this is the hard one. I, I've already mentioned that one time, but don't get frustrated. Stay committed to it, but this is a tough one. But you'll find it. I promise you, you just got to actually put in the work, pray over it, consistent prayer over it, and you're going to be surprised at the pause that God drops in your life. All right, guys, we'll take a quick break. Outside of God's word, what should you be reading to grow as a Christian leader? It can be daunting to see all the options available these days. To help bring you some sanity to your search, we compiled All of our featured books of the week so you can make wise choices and strengthen your mind. The topics range from health, wealth, and self. So there's something there for all you guys. Whether you're looking for books for yourself or maybe you're researching ideas for other men, this is going to be a resource that brings you value. So check out the lionwithin.us forward slash book to see what would serve you the best right now and start sharpening your mind to be that leader you're predestined to be. That's the linewithin.us forward slash book to learn more. All right, now, step two, find your Barnabas. Okay, your Barnabas. So what what am I referring to here? I'm referring to Barnabas in the Bible, uh, in the New Testament. And it actually means son of encouragement. Okay, that's a good indicator of what you should be looking for in this man. You know Barnabas was often accompanying Paul, and simply just doing life together. Right? He was an advocate for him, just a true friend, true friend that stood up for Paul even when others opposed him. Right? So for me, I have a couple. I have a couple Barnabases. You know, they really they're in my life, and they're part of a small, of a couple discipleship groups that I have going. One is me and my brother, Adam. He's been on our show here. And another brother, Andrew, who's been on our show. We get together usually twice a month. We break bread. We study God's word. We just do life together. We know we can text each other and and that we're actually going to get a response back. We actually care about each other. Then I have another discipleship group. And we started that with, with three other guys. So it's four of us total. We get together on Saturday mornings but they're my peers. They're my guys. They're my, my boys that we can do life together. And I know that I can send them a text message and I'm going to get an answer. I know if I call them, they're going to pick up the phone. They're actually going to care. And they have a hunger for God's word. You guys, we have to be intentional about getting together, but I'm going to tell you what, for iron to sharpen iron, the Barnabas is a, a that's what you're looking for. That's really it. And, and, they're rare attributes that we find in guys. They really are rare. But when you do, it's going to bring a whole new level, a whole new level. Now you'll find ways to be a, a mentor to your Barnabas. Okay. Cause think about it, you guys are constantly feeding off each other. The iron sharpens iron. So there's a way right there that you can, that you can mentor others as part of you, as part of your group. When you think about who the Barnabas are in your life. And as you're thinking, well, searching for the Barnabas, where do you find them? You know, know, or how old are they? Typically, these guys are going to be close to the same age as you. Okay. They may be a little older or a little younger or they may be a lot. I'm not saying this is a hard set rules. Again, these are not hard set rules, but these are just ideas. But, uh, if you're doing life together, most of the time, the people you're doing life with on a regular basis are usually in the same uh, demographics, right? It just, it just, it's kind of natural. it's just natural opportunities to build relationships, and you're gonna have your you'll you'll find out oftentimes with the with this relationship the family calendars line up a lot you, know, you have kids doing similar things together or you have you know you're just you're kind of in that place in life to where you just do life together right and and you'll have more interaction because of that right and that and that consistent interaction. That's that's where it's at. It's you know, So this relationship is going to be a lot more consistent than the pause, right? Just, that's just going to happen. And one thing that's really important that I cannot emphasize enough here for you guys, the Barnabas is not a yes man. We'll say it one more time. Barnabas is not a yes man. Encouragement is great, but we don't need a yes for yes sakes. We have too many soft guys out there who are not willing to speak truth. And, and I'm gonna tell you what: when you look around, it is not hard to see so many guys out here. They're just scared. They're scared to speak actual truth. They're sta- they're scared to stand up for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Much less tell you if you're doing something wrong, you know. And if you're trying to strive to be a strong Christian man and be a mentor to others, you're gonna need others to help you in that walk. And You're gonna need others that can check your butt and tell you absolute truth challenges you, that challenges your thinking, right? If you never feel comfortable enough to speak truth or you never see them question you know, the status quo, that may be a flag for you. Now, I'll give you a quick example here. At the, when we started the podcast, I had an opportunity to meet, I'd say this, this gentleman is an influencer. Okay, hey, you got it. if I said his name, all you would know it. Okay. So pretty high up and a lot, a lot, a big platform, uh, has a, a big opportunity to, to influence a lot of people. And he was interested in coming on the show. And Ab and I, we went back and forth, back and forth. And finally, we just, we prayed over together. He told me his heart, where his heart was. And I had a peace. And I had a piece there. You know what? It's just not good timing. Timing's not right for this uh, because my motives were wrong. Yeah, I was more concerned about what the, the name could do to amplify the line within us versus what does God want. And he was able to pull me back and say, Chris, let's really pray over this. Now, he did it out of love, but it was also firm. And I appreciate that. He was able to really speak truth to me. And we made good decision because of that. And you know, I don't regret that decision decision one bit. But it's because I had a brother like that in my life willing to speak truth. There's so much value in that, guys. So much value. Now, where do you find these guys at? Just like your Paul's, you know, you may find them in church, family, or work, things like that. But the pool of candidates does get bigger, okay? Because you have so you have a lot more in the in the demographics to actually work with, right? It's encouraging that while that is encouraging, I get it. Just make sure that those rose-colored glasses are are, you know put those in the case. You know, we don't want surface-level relationships. We get that. You know, the guys that you know. Hey, how you doing? I'm I'm blessed and highly favored. We ain't looking for that. We want to look for the guys that's going to actually tell you. They're going to allow you into their life. So that can be tough. You know, they're going to have to be vulnerable. They're going to have to be willing to, 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 to be truthful. And so many guys struggle with this, struggle. But to, for, for them to be willing to share, guess what? You have to be willing to share too. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to open up and speak honest truth to others. You know what? And not every guy's going to be receptive to this. You need to be ready for this too, fellas. Not everybody's going to be receptive to it. But you're going to find it when when you do find that guy, it's an amazing opportunity to grow and to be stronger. You know, for them to mentor you, for you to mentor them, just to, but the option ultimately just to do life together. So there you go. Step number 2, you got to find a Barnabas. So number 1, get you that Paul Number two, get you a barnbus. Hey, we'll take a quick break. I get a chance to talk to guys every week, and one consistent struggle that keeps rising is the lack of community. To address this, we created the Lions Den to start building a community of Christian brothers with the aim of serving them resources to combat the darkness. We are working hard to bring encouragement, inspiration, and tips to help you be the leader you're predestined to be. As part of the Lion's Den, you'll also be first in line with new opportunities, events, and resources that are designed to serve you in your journey. So hop over to the LionWithin.us to sign up for the Lion's Den for free. That's the LionWithin.us and become a member of the Lion's Den today. Now we found our Paul. We talked about our Barnabas. So the last step, can you guess where it is, guys? Need to find Timothy. That's right. Because once we have that, t- that Paul to learn from, that Barnabas to do life with, we need that Timothy so we can pass along their knowledge, right? The relationship, well, if you think about what Paul, the relationship that he had with Timothy, if you go back and you look in the Bible, it was often looked at as like a mentor or a father-son type dynamic, okay? Now, why is this important? Why do we want it? Because we don't have enough strong Christian men. Stepping up to help that future generation realize what it takes to be a godly man. We don't have enough of that, guys. I mean, that is really, really uh, a problem. And uh, there are opportunities all around us for Timothy's, all around us. We just got to look. And I'm going to give you two stories right here on how, I, how this actually impacts me and my life. Two of them you've actually seen on the show. Go back early in the, in, in the line with Dennis. I interviewed Dylan Good and Ethan Good, and then these guys love them to death. Love them to death. Great young men. They have a passion for the Lord, and they gave me the opportunity to speak into their life and to be a mentor to them. And you know, we work out together. We go running. We shoot hoops. We we'll sometimes we we'll lift weights. Oftentimes we just find ourselves talking. Like we'll try to go do these things, but the next, thing, next thing you know, we just end up talking. But we're intentionally spending time together. I text them. I check on them. I ask how they're doing. I was I was given the honor to actually present Bibles to them at, at a service at at our church when they graduated high school, and they chose me to to give them their 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 Bibles, and I was able to speak some truth into them in that setting. But I didn't get to be there in that setting without all the time put in on the front hand, on the front side, on the, on the back side, building up to that. Because we have an actual relationship. I actually care about these guys. I love them. I, I love uh, they're, they're, I treat them like they're my sons. And then oftentimes, like they're, they're my buddies. And guys, that takes intentional acts. Super intentional. So, those, those, that's an example of finding a Timothy. So, these, these guys are, you know, 18, 19 years old, but then you can go back even further. I have another Timothy example. It's a young man. I'm not going to tell his name out here on, on, on the podcast, but I, I mentor a young man, been doing it for about a year now on a consistent basis. Once a month, I make it a very intentional act to spend a day with him. Usually it's a Saturday and we do stuff. We'll go fishing. We'll play baseball. We'll go to the pool. We'll we'll go kayaking. I think we've done we've done kayaking. We're uh, here recently. I've, I'm teaching him how to change oil. Things that men need to know. Now this young man, his his father actually had passed away. He lives with his grandmother, so he doesn't really have a lot of men in his life. So it was a natural. I just I naturally was just drawn to him to be able to to try to help serve him. But ultimately. I just want to spend time with him, and then we get in God's Word, and we we I show him what it's like to be a follower, to what it's like to be a believer of Jesus. And we had our church camp this year. His 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 uh, brother came, younger brother, and he actually accepted Christ. I was able to pray to, to pray the prayer of salvation with his with his younger brother, and I just thought he was just going to tear up right there. It was just a beautiful moment. You know, and those moments are only possible because we make it a a priority to spend the time with them. But guys, I'm not trying to paint this picture that I'm this perfect saint, got all this stuff figured out. No, I'm not trying to paint that. What I am trying to tell you guys is that it takes intentional acts to put yourself in a situation to be able to help others. Now, is it always easy for me to spend time with him? No. Is it always easy for me to spend time with Dylan and Ethan? No. Is it important? Yes. And what gets prioritized gets done. So guys, put it on the calendar. There is an epidemic out there right now of fatherlessness. Now, that's not the case with Dylan and Ethan. They have a great father, so that's not the case there. But look, there is an epidemic out there. Seriously, there's guys, there's young men out there who need insight, wisdom from lions like you. It's going to take intentional acts by you, though, to connect with these guys and to be able to serve them. There's some ways you could do this organically. You know, start coaching. Start coaching in some rec leagues. Find the time. Be the volunteer. Get out with these guys because that's a great opportunity to, to, to grow your ministry. Even if it's a secular league. I coach in secular leagues all the time. And you know what? It's a great opportunity to simply show the fruit of the spirit. Even if you can't pray with the team or or do things from a from a Christian standpoint because it's not a Christian league, you can still show the fruit in everything you do. In everything you do. And I tell you what, it's gonna make an impact. I have personally seen it time and time again. We had a player on our softball team this past year. She really wasn't that interested in playing with us. And I told the coach, we're just going to show the fruit. We're going to show the fruit. I was the assistant coach. He, he was the head coach. Let's show the fruit every time. End of the season, her and her mom were crying because the season was over because they had so much fun playing with our team. Like, guys, you can call that what you want, but I call it a spirit thing. We showed the fruit of the spirit. We showed love all the time, patience, goodness, gentleness. And all that, every game, we never got loud. We never yelled. We would get animated, but it was always done in a Christ-like behavior. That changed their heart. It really changed their heart. So, you know, you you need to really be thinking about when you're looking through these Timothys, trying to find ways to connect with them. Maybe it's at your local church. I can tell you right now, there are many youth and children departments at churches that are lacking. Strong men. Step up, guys. Get in and volunteer. Go in there and teach them something. Be part of a, of, a, of a mission project. Just show them what it's like to be a strong Christian man. Show them what it's like to, f- to have a relationship with your wife. Let them see a, a good Christian marriage. They need to see that. And it needs to be someone you can connect with. Find that connection point. You know, Timothys usually, again, we're talking about this here from a mentorship standpoint. They're younger, but these bonds can last a lifetime. I pray I'll, I'll be buddies with Dylan and Ethan and my and my other mentor uh, for, for forever. Forever. So a couple of tips to keep in mind as you build that re- re- relationship with these Timothys. First of all, find out what they enjoy. Connect with them doing stuff they enjoy doing. Okay? Because you got to meet them where they're at. And you gotta remember this you know, a man that's not as far along as a walk as you presents a huge opportunity for you to influence them in a godly way. So you know, guys don't want to be preached to, but they can be encouraged and 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 shepherded, and that will help a ton. Okay. And if you find yourself, okay, guys out there. Uh, never giving a chance for organic conversation to happen, your your, your relationship's going to struggle. If you're constantly trying to force stuff, is what I'm trying to say. Your relationship is going to struggle. Okay. So one thing to think about as a tip, guys, connect shoulder to shoulder. Doing stuff. So don't always think it has to be. We're going to sit down. We're going to read the book of Matthew and we're going to study this. Well, there's value in that. Don't get me wrong. But hey. Maybe you need to get outside. Throw the ball. Go for a run. Go for a walk. Lift some weights. Do something to get the blood flowing. That's going to open up the opportunity for connection. You know, one of the first runs, Dylan and Ethan and I, we all did together. You know, we we did a, a like a 5K, I believe. Got back to where we you know, where we started for when the when the run was over. Everybody's gassed, everybody's tired, everybody's sweating, pulled the Bible out. We had a a really good time of just fellowship and studying his word. Nothing formal, but just that, 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 uh, that opportunity to be a man and to, you know, to do things like that together. There is value in that, guys. True. That's where the bonds grow. Okay. And again, once you burn some of that energy off, particularly if you're, if you're dealing with these younger Timothy's, that's going to help you connect with them right there. So you guys, I can already hear you. Some of you guys are probably already making excuses on why you can't do it. You know, I don't I don't have enough uh, uh time or I'm not qualified enough. This is the one I want to make sure I, I can get out of your guys' mind right now. Do not think you have to be this uh theologian when it comes to the Bible to be able to mentor a Timothy. You don't. You don't. God does not call to qualify. He qualifies to call. Wherever you are, wherever you are in your walk, you are ready. You're ready. You need to start saying that to yourself right now. You just need to be one step ahead. One step ahead of someone and you can pull them along. That's it. Don't think you have to have all this knowledge down and, and, and be a deep, you know, understand a theology to have these relationships. You know, they care about your heart, your heart. If your heart is in the right place and you're being guided by the spirit, the spirit is going to give you the wisdom and insight to serve these men. People know when people truly care. They do. And this is where the bond is going to grow. So go ahead and get those insecurities, kick them to the side. Look, the excuses, the fears, all that stuff. Look, get it out of here. You got to pray against him because I'm going to tell you what, Satan does not want you to find Timothy because he wants the Timothys out there to struggle, to give up, turn away from God, and to, and to just go back doing the ways of the world. God, be super intentional here, guys. You cannot be lazy. You cannot be lazy. So, guys, I, there you have it. Three ways to strengthen that group and to be a mentor that we desperately need right now. But the work don't stop here. You gotta keep growing. You gotta keep evolving. And over time, stay committed to this. Find your Paul, find your Barnabas, find your Timothy. Because that's gonna make your lines then, your groups of people that you're mentoring and being mentored from even stronger. And the, those individuals, as you work through them, they're gonna challenge you in different ways. That's gonna help you in your walk. So one thing you need to think about too. Is finding that Paul, Barnabas, and Timothy. Can you be a Paul to someone? And if you can, are you actively pursuing that? Okay. Again, Paul's hard to find, but if you've done a lot of life and you've come a long way in your Christian journey and you're not mentoring someone, right? That's probably an opportunity for you to step up right now, right now. So I want you guys to take out a piece of paper, wherever you're at, list out two men that would fit in each category. Two guys, you got them? Two Pauls, two Barnabas, two Timothys. Now get to work. Get to work. Get out there. Stay committed to it. Get in God's word. Ask him for his guidance. He will show you. We need brothers out there helping each other grow in Christ. And I'm going to tell you what, guys, you will be a better leader if you take this seriously and actually lean into this and don't shy away. Men need men helping them grow in Christ. And my prayer through this, this, this whole podcast right here today is that you leave with these three ideas these three simple ideas of how to improve your personal lion's den and to be the mentor you're predestined to be. You know, we tell we, every week we have a question of the week, right? This week, who are those wise mentors that are speaking into your life? Do you have them? If not, you know what you need to do. Find your Paul, find your Barnabas, find your Timothy. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. There's actually, if you go to our website, uh, the us, there's a blog out there on this. It has some notes, so you may be able to find some value in that. We'll make sure we try to sync that up in the show notes here for you guys. Ask that you give us a rating and review. You know that stuff helps us guys big time or it, it cannot emphasize enough. If you're on Apple right now, please click on over, give a five-star rating, write a review. It makes a big difference in the algorithm. I don't know how this stuff works. I just know it makes a difference, guys. Uh, connect with us on Facebook if you can. Go check out the Bible study course. So we have the online course now. It's five and a half hours. Guys, you'll love that. There's 10 scriptures you need to know to fight like a lion. That's out there too. Again, the habits guide that, we just, uh, that, that I think would really serve you guys well uh, in your journey too because we got to have good habits. So guys, there you have it. Three ways to be that strong mentor. What to look for to Paul to Barnabas to Timothy. I pray this, this served you well this today, this week. Thank you. I know there's so many other podcasts you could be listening to. You took the time to listen to the lion within us. It means the world to us, guys. So I have, hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great week. See you back on Friday for our fun Fridays. Now get out and unleash the lion within. <laughs>